Hey, my name's Sean Taylor. That's my friend Ian Hartford. Ian, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. How are you? I'm not bad. I'm excited to try to record something different, something unrelated to uh, my favorite childhood TV shows. Instead, we're going to shift genres dramatically, 180 degrees, totally different, and go from TV to video games. Very excited. Me too. Big swing, I know. I'm really stepping out of my boundaries here. I am kind of stepping out of my boundaries. Me, personally, at least, because we are talking about GameCube games today. GameCube has spiked. It came out in 2001, and so all those people that had it are now, you know, they are, what are they, 25-ish years old? If they had it at 5 years old, 25-ish now, they've got disposable income, we're in a pandemic. Late 20s, early 30s. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's a pandemic, and everybody's bored, and they're sitting at home buying Nintendo GameCube games. And so this, this, the prices have spiked like crazy. I've got like, I'm, you know, I'm exaggerating a little bit. Sometimes it's like five or six. I think legitimately there's probably 15 GameCube games on that shelf back there. Uh, 13 of them are garbage, most likely. And I can't afford anymore because they're crazy. So what we're going to do today is we are going to uh, propose our crafted collections. You know what? Here, let me, let's get creative with this. Um, Got it. Ian, your house just got robbed. These guys broke in. They stole all of your video games and, and all of your money. All of it. They stole it all. And and yeah. then you're so sad and you're so upset. And then your wife is like, wait a minute, Ian, don't forget you have this. Uh, you're in, in the gun safe. I don't know if you own a gun safe or guns. In the gun I, I safe. Not, but uh, fire works. safe. In the fire safe, you have your backup <laughs> GameCube. Because your GameCube is so special to you that you keep your backup GameCube in the fire safe and a $100 bill. Eh, I mean, eh. that's, that's perfect running away, uh, cash and money, you know, it absolutely. It's perfect. <laughs> and so uh, your wife being the blessing that she is says, you know what, take this $100 bill and run down to the price charting.com store where everything is loose disc only. And they don't charge taxes for some reason. And it's offshore or so. I don't know. And and everything is priced exactly as it is on price charting, and they have everything uh, that you, that you can search in the, in their search box, and it's mm-hmm. it's a miraculous store. So you're gonna go there, and you're gonna spend one hundred dollars on GameCube games. You don't know when you'll get any more money, and and <laughs> this you... is what I spend my hundred dollars on after right. we've lost everything. Oh, uh, sorry, your wife is very intelligent, so she has a separate bank account where right. she's going right. to be fine, yes. and your children are going to be taken care of. This is just, uh, you know, only you're getting the short end of the stick here. I'm sorry. That's the way that the fake scenario played out in my head. <laughs> Improv is not a real strength of mine. Let me throw that out there. Hey, so, it works. In this, okay. in this outrageous yeah. scenario, we're, we're each taking our $100 to the pricecharting.com store. Uh, the difference between you and I is that I don't really know much about the GameCube. I only know the the basics, the the usual ones, the multi-platform common things. Mm-hmm. So I did craft a list, and I'm excited to share it because there's good games on it, but they're they're not very interesting, and only like two of them are unique to the GameCube. So I'm looking forward to you teaching me some things as somebody who probably, if I'm not mistaken, you grew up with it. I grew up it with it. I chose a GameCube over an Xbox. Um, they, you know, they came out at the same time, and I had everything. And I went to somebody who, um, he said, you know, don't get the Xbox. 
Microsoft, they're not a good company. They're not going to uh, <laughs> keep a. They're not going to go further than this one Xbox. You're going to just get a just get a GameCube. I was like, fine, okay, I'll go get a GameCube. So I did that. Uh, but there are the there is that um, that list that you get of games for GameCube that pretty much everybody has. So I my list is kind of further off on that um there there are a few cheaper games that are easy to get and easy to find i see these all the time at the stores so my first one is actually robotech battle cry and i think that was a multi uh console one but it's seven dollars fifty cents loose uh i've seen this everywhere you it's pretty cool because you can you are a robot and you can change into a few different forms you can have you have your mech form and then you also have a uh, kind of a split between a jet and a mech you can hover and then shoot down and fire missiles and then you've got the jet form which is the fastest and flies around in space and um, can take everybody out it's a really great game quick question or do, would you like to go? I ordered mine in order of uh, least expensive to most expensive. Uh, do you have a separate? What kind of order are you working in here? I want to match your your vibes right now. Uh, mine's kind of just what I found on price charting when I was going through the list. Perfect. Uh, so Perfect. <laughs> they're all they're they're not really. Um, this is actually my second, third cheapest one. Okay. So. <laughs> Got it. Um, but yeah, that was one of my favorite games, and you could change your uh, character's look. Um, you had different uh, loadouts that you could do. Um, you, you had a lot of unlockables, a lot of replayability. I'm not, I'm not at all familiar with it, but uh, what you've described so far makes me happy. I tend to like custom, even uh low-key i'm not even low-key everybody knows i actually suck at video games i play them a lot i'm terrible at them but when i can customize things um i'll still just blow hours upon hours making things exactly the way that i want to and then still being bad at games so you had me at custom characters yeah yeah it's really great because you can uh change different like looks of your robot and um it can change your stats a little bit and also, they just they look a lot cooler whenever you unlock them. Robotech Battlecry. Robotech Battlecry. It's actually an anime, too. A very old anime. Robotech and sounds really familiar, but I think I might be thinking of Robotrek, the Super Nintendo game. I might be confusing these things in my head. Yeah, there is an, there is an anime. Um, it was done in 85. That's when the first episode... <laughs> Um, actually, it only lasted two months. <laughs> Ooh. But uh, it was pretty good. It, it was, I mean, it was all right for, for an 85 anime. Um, that's that's a time around the time that you had, like, Gundam and stuff started to come out. So uh, the, I think they were trying to um, match that type of feel, and it just didn't really last very long. But came out with a video game, like, 30 years later. <laughs> Why not? I think the timing is, is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's funny you tell your story about getting the GameCube and Xbox not lasting. So I'm huge on, as a PC person, 
Um, I like Microsoft, I like Android, I like things that don't have proprietary parts. But as far as consoles, the original Xbox is probably the last one that I got from that generation. Like, I had a Dreamcast, like I went, like, PS2, Mm -hmm. GameCube, Dreamcast both came at a similar time, and then several years later an Xbox, so... I'm not really a diehard fan of Microsoft in terms of video games, I guess. It turns out. I don't know. I'm learning things about myself. Well, I went the other way. I I didn't have a PlayStation until um, my sophomore year in high school. Sophomore or junior-ish. Uh, it was when I first... Yeah, it was sophomore because I got a job at a golf course. And then my first check, I went and blew it all on... A bunch of PlayStation games and a PS2 from Blockbuster. Had a boy. As you should. Yeah, as The PS2 is my first. I still didn't probably. It was probably my sophomore year in in high school as well. It was like we were still several years behind. So maybe 2004, maybe so freshman eighth grade freshman year. Yeah, because we're a few years behind. That's still my first, and then the next ones came after college when I had disposable income. Right. Uh, my first game is easily the going to be the stupidest sounding that you hear all day, but I promise it's the last one that's just like shake your head at me. But it is Madden two thousand three, because I I have to have one sports sim because I will happily I love football. It's my favorite sport. Um, I like sports sims. And I think I thought really hard about, like, dollars versus the amount of time that I could blow in a single game. And this one is $3. It's the most, it's probably the most common Madden game ever. Great soundtrack, by the way. And then it also, but it's one of the only ones that has a, like, a good play and playbook editor on the PlayStation 2, GameCube, Xbox era. It's the only one that has that. So that's, like, another thousand hours that I'll blow happily just inventing stupid plays that wouldn't work in real life. So I promise my list isn't full of Maddens and, and NCAA such and suches, but I needed one on there, and I'm sorry. But it's only $3, so come on. It's low risk. Oh, yeah, there you go. Uh, I wouldn't put it past you to have at least one football game on there. I had to. I did have a hard time. I really like basketball as well, but I always find basketball a little less replayable. Like, I don't play it in just insane 24-hour live stream chunks like I do football sometimes, so... Right. Yeah, the only football game that I ever played, or at least really got into, was the one on uh, N64. Blitz League, yep. Yeah, Blitz League. The only reason I like that one is because after the play-ins, you can still go and body slam all of your opponents (laughs) throughout the whole thing. Mutant Football League on the Switch disappointed. I used to be a big Mutant League football fan. It's got similar vibes and style and setup to uh blitz the league um but mutant football league on the switch was very disappointing to me and oh yeah <laughs> it has nothing i don't know why i'm bringing it into this conversation other than that arcade football has most recently disappointed me i'm sorry arcade <laughs> football blitz league is great though i agree do you want to hit me up with your second game yeah so my second one is defender so that one is 4.99 and defender had a a first release uh, back on, I believe it was, uh, I'm actually not even sure where, oh, it was 81 it's... when Defender first came out, and that was a side-scrolling uh, ship shooter where you could rescue uh, characters. Um, and then they came out with a, a re-release where it was third-person instead of side-scrolling, 
and you had different ships that you could pick, and it had multiplayer to where you could um, each fight each other, or I think it had co-op too, to where you could help each other out. And it's basically you just gotta save all the humans. You you fly down, they grab onto your ship, and they're hanging off from your ship as you're flying around, and then you Adorable. gotta deliver them to another spot. And then there are aliens coming after you, and so you gotta fight them too. That one was really fun. So I've I've played maybe the 2600 version, but I've probably never played the arcade version to the best of my knowledge, um, or or at all the GameCube version. So that's uh, interesting. This it sounds like it's really. Uh, you said it changed to third person, right? So yeah, it totally was different person. ball game, but mm-hmm. but still Defender uh, in spirit. Yeah, and you could you could change your ships, and uh, they each had different loadouts on them, so they were really cool. Awesome. Uh, well, I liked it on the 2600. I just remember it being hard as hell. Yeah, and... it was. It was hard. This one isn't as hard. So, <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you, modern technology or modern <laughs> in 2001 technology. Modern games making things easier. <laughs> uh, my second one was Hitman Two. And it's six dollars. And uh, full disclosure, there's other Hitman games and there's other stealth games. The Splinter Cell games were huge at the time. I don't love stealth, but I knew I wanted one. And this one had the best combination of, uh, I knew that I liked it on the PlayStation 2. I never played it here, but I liked it on PlayStation 2. It was only six bucks. Um, I, I, I like Hitman slightly more than Splinter Cell. So that's where I landed. But full disclosure, if you're on here just listening for cheap ideas, there's like three Hitman games and three Splinter Cell games that are basically on every console from that generation other than mm-hmm. the Dreamcast. And they're all stupid cheap on all of them. So yeah. go get them. They're all great. Yeah, I haven't played any Hitmans. I've seen them played a lot. Are you a stealth fan played. at all? I, it's not good yeah, for me because I'm not patient. But I, I loved all the Splinter Cells at least. Okay. Um, well, you should at I least did. pick up a Hitman and try it at some point. Yeah. It's you know way different in tone, but obviously the gameplay is, is very similar. Yeah, I'll, I'll pick that up because I, I know in the most recent one you... You can kill people by throwing a briefcase at them, and it I've, just follows them around. <laughs> I've never played uh, any past the PlayStation 2, but my understanding is that even in the PlayStation 3 versions, there's some pretty incredible ways to kill people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my next one is Time Splitters 2. <sighs> now, there are, there are three Time Splitters, and... The second one, I, I think, really flushed out a, a lot of really good gameplay. Um, the, the single player was, was great, had a great story to it, and uh, it really flowed nicely. And then it brought in the multiplayer, which obviously was just local, but you get at least four people in there, and you are... There are some crazy things because there's so many different characters that you can be. Uh, I think you can be a monkey at one point that makes you really short, so you can actually just run around really fast and take people out. And they introduced dual wielding in that one. Um, that was, I remember playing with uh, some of my buddies in the back room of my house, and we would just play multiplayer on that all night long, doing the exact same thing because you can also put bots in there and you can make them stupid hard that uh, that's really close to a great segue for my next game it doesn't quite line up but we'll get there um and that was back when you were allowed to leave the house that's pretty exciting 
I have. What was that like? <laughs> I don't remember. I'm sure it was cool. I and you know what? I still don't. I'm pathetic and I don't play online multiplayer. But that's not to say that I don't love drinking beer and playing local multiplayer. Even in shooters, shooters and fighters are my worst genres. But they're probably the most fun genres when you're drinking. So it's a good time. Um, time Splitters Two, I do love on the PlayStation Two. Tremendous, tremendous game. Yeah. My next one was Lord of the Rings Two Towers. That one rings in at $6. I wish I had a little sound effect board, like ching $6. Uh, because I love Lord of the Rings as, as a franchise. And I also really like whatever this genre is that you call your your Diablos, Champions of Norath, Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance, that uh, the hack and slash, but with the looting elements and all that. And mm-hmm. then I love Lord of the Rings as a franchise, too. This game, I know, I have this one of like the two games on this whole list that I've actually played on this console, and it is weird and clunky on this console, but I'm able to to look past that. I really like this game. Yeah, I like that one too, um, mainly because I love Baldur's Gate, Dark Alliance. That one, uh, spent a lot of time playing that. Love the Dark Alliance games, absolutely. And Champions of Norath is the original champions of norath maybe my favorite playstation 2 game other than dragon quest 8 well of course you, of you course. always have that of course. dragon quest in there <laughs> if there's not a dragon quest at the top of the list you know that somebody shot me and started uh, and started taking over my my internets <laughs> that's the only way but you'd think if they took over your internets they'd realize that the dragon quest is your game even if we're talking about consoles that there's not Dragon Quest games on, I'm just going to put one in there. I'm going to make one up <laughs> you, just to you make You just it had feel to right. bring it up. You just had to bring it in there somehow. I will. I had to find a way to get it in this episode because Nintendo <laughs> pissed them off and then they went to Sony and whatever. It's fine. Lord of the Rings, Two Towers. Good stuff. Uh, first game, definitely not as good. Third game, I don't remember if the third and the other entries beyond that came to the GameCube. I know they're on the PlayStation 2. Yeah, I don't remember it coming to the to the GameCube. I think GameCube kind of fell off after that. Yeah, I don't I don't recall specifically, but you don't need those anyway. This one's probably just as good. Yeah, I I feel like that one that one had better gameplay than the first one. Um, but... First one was a different developer, and in my yeah. opinion, it's very rough. It's more yes. of like a straight up adventure game, and I did not care for it. Yeah, me either. Um, that one was. Hot garbage. Excuse my French. I agree. It's, have, Ian, your kids could hear you right. Your cat, your cat's right there. Why would you teach the cat that word? She, she's giving the death stare at me she's, right now. She looks Ooh. super cute back there. Like she's, like she's actively interested in our conversation. Actually, yeah. We have well, one. She, she was just right over here and uh, just pestering me. So. We have one actual follower. It's not a Twitch follower. It's a real life follower. Uh, yes, a real life follower. Mm-hmm. Who, Pretty and, Well, we got another one too right there as my dog. But Two followers. She's she's pretending to sleep. So that's twice as many followers as I had after the first cat. <laughs> All right, my my next game is uh, Star Wars Jedi Outcast. That one is a little bit more expensive because it comes in at nineteen dollars twenty cents, um, but it's well worth the price tag. That one, if you if you heard of the the original ones were um, Dark Forces, and I believe that was on PlayStation One, and it was very Doom esque. I think it was actually a Doom clone almost. Um, first person only saw your gun, ran around. This is 
uh, I want to say, so you had Dark Dark Forces, then Dark Forces 2, and then a, a somewhat semi, I'm using quotes, semi-sequel to Dark Forces 2. Uh, I can't remember what that one, but then this came after that to where you are a failed Jedi and you are currently doing odd jobs for the Republic and you you end up getting your your force powers back and you have to go after the the dark jedi that are running around this is after the third movie so the the empire is gone but they're kind of still hanging about doing their doing their nasty things and you have to go after them but it's a really good game uh lots of force powers uh good lightsaber combat because you can you can hack and slash and hack people's limbs off and things like that for for a gamecube game it was it was pretty violent but it was really good that's that's (laughs) tremendous news i've literally never heard of this game um you know i consider myself a star wars fan and video game fan so i'm a little ashamed Mm -hmm. not heard of this game but it sounds like fun Um, it's been ported to the switch so it it's a good pickup, and I think it's still sitting at twenty dollars on. When you on say Switch. ported to the Switch, do you mean it's physically? Yes. Well, I don't know. Actually, I don't know if it has a physical. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna need to get over those sometimes, man. <laughs> I'll die before I do that. That's why. Overcook. Overcook. At least. Uh, I don't even like that's my wife's game. At least here on this. Did she we're, buy we're, it for you though? Overcooked? No, yeah. she bought it for her. Absolutely. Oh. She bought it for her. Um at least during this video about cheap physical games, I'm go I get to be adamant. Some other day we'll do digital games and I'll tell you about the two <laughs> games that I own digitally and it'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> All two um, of them. It'll be great. Well, it did have a limited run, uh, but it is sold out, and it was thirty dollars. You know, coming out at thirty for a for a remaster—that's kind of nice. Or yeah, port. yeah. It, I mean, it was, it's a port, so they didn't remaster it or anything. Uh, still has the exact same graphics. They did that, and then um, Jedi Academy, which is a sequel to it, um, and that one you can. Change your character eyes, customization, and then also you can customize your lightsaber. But uh, I believe, I, I think Jedi Outcast was the better of the two because it's still, you still need to use your first person gunplay in that to get some people. You're not just going and swinging your lightsaber around, taking everybody out. That sounds marvelous, and I would love to drink in your home and play that game with you at some point. Yeah. I uh, So I have a confession, because I'm a tight ass who doesn't know anything about the GameCube, is that I actually have nine, nine more very generic, uh, boring GameCube titles to talk about. So I don't know where you're at in your list, but I think I might have to start going in twos. You, you might, because I've got uh, four left. Okay, I'm going to start going in twos, and I'll try to pick up the pace because I know I'm going on too many tangents. Uh, the next two, uh, 007, Everything or Nothing, that one's 7 bucks, and Lego Star Wars 2, the original trilogy, not 7 bucks. So Everything or Nothing was tight between that or Nightfire. 
I prefer Nightfire uh, personally, but Nightfire is a hair more expensive. And yeah. objectively, oh, not as good of a game. Everything or Nothing is much cleaner. Um, kind of shifts style a little bit. I think it's in third person. I don't have as much experience with it, but I know that the internet tells me it's a much better game. And there's local co-op, which is cool. Lego Star Wars 2, the original trilogy, was the last addition to my list. Um, and I really... I mean, I like Lego games okay, and I like Star Wars games okay. I wasn't super happy that it was there. It's just I had essentially seven bucks or less. And it was kind of the last uh, genre barrier thing that I wanted to touch. I'm probably the least happy, but it's still a good game. All those Lego games are kind of good, easy, fun, uh, especially if you have kids. I don't. I'm just a, a child. You know, I, I, I was actually playing that today to get some footage for it, and Riley wanted to play it. We, my wife and um, I still play the Harry Potter ones just, you know, voluntarily. I love uh, the Lego games. Yeah, the, so. Those ones are, are so clean and... Uh, they're very they're snappy. Just, they don't, uh, they don't yeah, drag they, very often. They don't take a lot of time. They're, they're easy to pick up and and just throw down a couple levels and then be done. So, you don't have to put in a ton of time yeah. for it. I'm not, I'm not sad about it. Just a, in full disclosure, it was the last edition uh, to my list, I do think this original trilogy is the best of that console generation Lego games across all stories. I think this is the best Lego game of that generation. I agree because that one brought in more vehicle combat and vehicle yeah. levels. <laughs> I love them so much. Down. I know they're great. <laughs> um, oh, sorry, that was already my two. I was going to list another one, but I already did two. There okay, so so my next one is Spy Hunter. That one's sitting at uh, $13.19, cents. Uh, great action game. This is another one that was, I believe, Atari or Arcade, one of them. Um, beforehand, it was top-down. Uh, you would shoot and move around the other cars. And this is similar. It's third-person. I believe you can go to first-person, but don't quote me on that. I haven't played it in a while. Um, you... You've got all your guns and your equipment on this on this super high tech car, and then you're you're flying around and taking out all the bad guys, and you've got different gadgets to uh, to hit them with. I thought it was really fun. Uh, you could all your car could also change into a boat, and then when it got too much damage, it would pop out into a motorcycle and go even faster. But you didn't have as much uh, weaponry on that motorcycle. But you could eventually get your car back. But that was a great game. I thought I had it on the NES. That'd be the only place where I have experience with it. Um, I, I, turns out I don't. thought I did. <laughs> I do think... I'm pretty confident it came out on the PlayStation 2. And it's either like at my mom and dad's house or at my brother's house, maybe. And I, <laughs> and I never popped it in. I don't know. I was never compelled. I like the NES game well enough. I don't know why I wouldn't have tried it. Uh, but I can picture yeah. I can picture the car and the cover and everything. Or I've just had some really vivid dreams. I do that sometimes, too. Well, <laughs> you just dream about random Just dream video, video games game that boxes. I've not played. <laughs> but I've played it on the NES for sure. And, uh, yeah, I think it started in the arcades. Don't quote me on that, but I think you're right. Yeah. But that one was a really good one. And I Way to bring in the I, old arcade representation here, Ian. Nicely uh, done. Yeah, I've got a couple of those, and they, they're really good ones. That's All right, why don't you go with two more? Uh, next to Prince of Persia, Sands of Time, is the first uh, 
at that time modern prince of persia is eight bucks great action adventure probably the best of the trilogy but they're all good and cheap again honorable mentions Mm -hmm. all those games are good and cheap across all of these consoles Uh, just just get them all and then one of my personal favorites one of the easiest choices on the whole list spider-man 2 yeah, Spider-Man Man. 2 is really great. What an amazing little, I guess I guess it's an action adventure. I mean, you get to adventure through all of New York City. Uh, Grand Theft Spider-Man, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> great, great story. The, the most impressive part, I mean, is the web swinging, right? But yeah. the map of New York, i uh, got to ask our architecture friends about this, but it's like pretty accurate to the time and mm-hmm. pretty big for this, yeah, uh, especially for the GameCube. Yeah, that that was a huge game. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could just go in there. I would go in there sometimes and just swing around, just to, and not do anything. Just ignore all the criminals. Just keep swinging. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I've beaten it. I but I. I mean, I know I've gotten quite a ways. I just like to swing and beat up bad guys. Absolutely. Uh, another honorable mention. Oh, pardon me. That was probably very loud. Another honorable mention was more expensive, but the Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destruction. Mm-hmm. Another Marvel game it is in the fifteen yeah. sixteen range. Not quite the same feeling of adventure, but still a really good feeling of being the Hulk and, and crushing shit. So, good HM there as well. Yeah. Yeah, and Prince of Persia, I really like that one too. Um, I played the original ones also. Uh, wasn't a huge fan, but the modern day ones, I got into all those. They were all really great. I think the tr- I think you can get the HD remaster trilogy maybe mm-hmm. on like PS3 and Xbox 360, and I would yeah. imagine that that's maybe not a bad way to go at this point to get them all three. Can't yeah. it personally. Uh, and this even this one again, I have it on GameCube, played it on PlayStation 2, just tended to be plugged in more. Yeah, there you go. Um, so I'm gonna. Skip around on my list because I'm gonna save these other two for last. Um, oh, big reveal! I like that. Is Star Wars Bounty Hunter? Uh, that one. That one came out of nowhere, where you were just Jango Fett and you are taking care of the the galaxy scum, <laughs> dual wielding blasters and just uh, taking people out. That one was such a good game. I think when you say scum in reference to Star Wars, you have to pronounce it like you would say it if you were to say rebel scum. Rebel Galaxy scum. scum. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that was great. Um, you would have a bounty, and you'd be in a level, and you'd have to go and find him, find this one specific person, or alien, whatever you want to call him. Um, and you could either kill them for a lesser bounty, or you could try and somehow... Uh, take them alive and get a better bounty and then you had different um, loadouts that you could put on them it was a great game that one I feel a little better that one I've at least heard of <laughs> at least heard uh, again maybe some experience with it on the Playstation 2 but when you're describing it it doesn't sound very familiar but it does sound like something I would enjoy I'll have to give that one a shot yeah let me see next to oh these are two great ones. First, um, I was dying to find any kind of RPG here, and I couldn't. There's just nothing affordable, uh, especially a JRPG, but I couldn't get anywhere close there except for the, the closest I could get. And I'm, I'm not sad about it. It's a great game. It's Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Uh, I would say it's divisive. Fans, not all fans, love it. 
but I really enjoy it, and it was good enough to spawn its own whole spinoff series, so obviously it's doing something right, and it's really just the best, like, kind of RPG representation I could find for, like, a a Sean game within our our limited budget window here, so, but it's a great game, nine bucks, easy choice. I really like that one. Uh, I thought it was better if you played a co-op, it wasn't as fun. I've never gotten to try co-op because my wife's not a huge nerd, but I would love to play it co-op with you someday. I'll come over, we'll play these games, I'll bring the beer. It'll be a blast. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it is really good co-op. Um, you kind of can, uh, you know, be co-op with your little Moggle friend or whatever they're called. Um, but yeah, it's really good multiplayer. I don't know if, I don't think it's how you pronounce it. I'm pretty confident I'm saying it wrong, but I always say Moogle just because it sounds Moogle. funny. Yeah, I, that, it sounds funny to me. When yeah, I come over, <laughs> I'm going to bring this guy to you. I'm borrowing this from somebody. Um, I told a friend, uh, uh, my friend Adam from Video Game Dads, great podcast. I'll plug it here. Go listen to those guys. They're great. And uh, I told him I was doing a GameCube video, and this is the HDMI converter oh, for the yeah. GameCube. So, and then he told me that when we hang out, we should uh, capture some footage too. So we'll play some HDMI GameCube games and we'll drink and babysit your children. So your wife can go out on the town or something. I don't know. I I like, I like to, to multitask. Yeah, they're both in bed. So (laughs) easy. We can wait till bedtime and then we'll party very quietly, very quietly. (laughs) The second game for this set is a need for speed underground two. Going with the sequel again. A lot of sequels in my list, but they've tended to be a little more refined and very similar price. Tremendous. My favorite racing game of that gen- of that generation, mm-hmm. other than maybe a Forza on the Xbox. It's been a while since I played those. I remember liking those a lot, too. But Need for Speed Underground 2, lots of custom stuff. Could mm-hmm. probably blow hundreds upon hundreds of hours messing around and replaying in there. So, Yeah, I played this one only on the xbox and it's actually what killed my xbox my original one i got the played it a little too much yeah i got that uh red ring of death on that thing and so i had to send it in to get it fixed while i was playing this game i blame it (laughs) i played this one on playstation 2 but if this is one of the others that i think i like i've put it in on the gamecube at some point and long enough to know that there's no uh no like degradation in quality that my eyes can perceive or anything so yeah, all these games that are cross-platform, they they didn't have any problems. I'd uh, say the one, the only one that I know could potentially have been sort of noticeably weirder would be Two Towers, and it's more of control scheme, uh, control mm-hmm. scheme than, than audiovisual quality. Okay, yeah, that I, can I, I, that I can't attest to how bad. I just know it's a little wonky on there. Right. All right, I'll I'll throw one of my last two out there. So this one. A little more obscure, it's called Lost Kingdoms. It's actually a deck building game, but Ooh. your your character carries around a deck of cards that Do you mean some... Yu-Gi-Oh! Dual Lost Kingdoms? Is that what you're trying to say right now? No. Oh. It is it is Lost Kingdoms. Okay, got it, got it. <laughs> You can't, you can't be throwing out those Yu-Gi-Oh things at me guess, right now. But I want to. Let's talk about Yu-Gi-Oh. Get Yu-Gi-Oh on the Switch. It's great. I love it. It's my most played Switch game. Okay, I have the I have the demo. <laughs> uh, but, 20, 20 bucks at Target right now or something like that. Anyway. Yeah. 
but this one, you there, you're in an overworld, so you you move your little character around. Uh, it's kind of top down ish, um, but you have a deck of cards that randomly will pop up, and then you can use them to fight other monsters that are in the overworld. So you have some summon cards that will summon a monster out, and they'll walk around on their own and attack the other creatures. Or you have, like, attack cards where the creature will just come out for that one single swipe, or maybe it does some kind of attack. And then you have giant uh, summon cards that will just drop down this huge creature that will put out one, like, big blast everywhere. And I think you have a couple of different kind of support cards, too. But there's that one, and then Lost Kingdoms 2. Uh, Lost Kingdoms 2 is more expensive, so that's why I put the first one on there. But that one, so much fun, a lot of replayability. Uh, You can stack up different decks and then um, try different strategies with that to kill the bosses. Uh, what's your price tag on this one? Because of all the things you've talked about, so, I think this is the one I need to fit in my list. That one is $20. 20 cents. It's actually the most expensive on my list. Son of a bitch. <laughs> you might have to drop a couple of your games to I'm, put I'm, it on Yeah, there. decide which. Or I could beat up a kid outside the pricecharting.com store and steal his money. There, there you go. Either one. Um, <laughs> no, that sounds fantastic. I love deck builders. Um, I'll, I'll play all the trading card games. I love them all. I'm in. It's too bad it's twenty dollars, but if we're if we're taking away the stupid parameters of the exercise that I put on just to have any parameters, if you take it away, like twenty dollars for a very good, unique game, absolutely. Like I, I want to go do it now. I want to leave the house, and go buy this <laughs> game, or just buy it on eBay, whatever. Yeah, there you go. I want to go check my local video game store first to see if they have it. Yeah. And then shop eBay. Or if you're where I live and don't have one of those and all you have is a vintage stock, you probably won't be able to find it for a good price. No, and I really don't either. It's kind of sad, actually. I think I'd have to... We'd probably both have to end up at the same one downtown in Kansas City is my best guess. But Yeah, or go all the way over to Topeka. Um, still my personal favorite. Love those guys. Mm-hmm. Warrensburg, Missouri might be closer for you. There's Warrensburg, Missouri. It's called Rockin' Sports Entertainment. Go oh, okay. That uh, what's that, 40 minutes from you, give or take? Yeah, ish. Yeah, okay. about. If you have an excuse to go out there someday, at least drop in. It's a good place. I uh, love those guys. Yeah, I'll uh, try them. Thanks for mentioning Lost Kingdoms, too. I kind of keep forgetting that in my head, the reason I'm doing this is to just talk about cheap physical games, and I keep forgetting like tangentially related ones. So Lost Kingdoms, too. Need for Speed Underground 1, for example, also very good. Very yeah. cheap. Um, Spider-Man 1, not, not good. as good. Get 2, there. That's yeah. one where you definitely just, want just to. Just skip one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's fine, but just not even close in quality. Yeah. So. Oh, right. Me. Got it. Next two. Oh. <laughs> Love these two. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3, 10 bucks. Can't Stellar. go wrong with a Tony Hawk. Three toss up for me on three or two. Which one I like better? I've probably played two more. I probably like three better. They're both great. All the Tony Hawk games, just get them all all the time, whenever you can. On all this generation, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, they're all great. But I think that three is the best choice here. Two or three in particular, 
and this one's 10 bucks, and it's got an amazing soundtrack. It looks tremendous on the GameCube. Something about the GameCube controller with Tony Hawk feels really good. And I think it's not a huge portion of the internet that feels that way. I feel like you have to grow up on the on the GameCube or get it when you're very young because all the controllers out now are just very normal. They are. They're very boring. But something about Tony Hawk on this controller, I love how it feels. And I still love how it feels on PS2 or everywhere else. But there's something, this controller, it just feels good on this mm-hmm. controller yeah. for whatever reason. Next game, X-Men Legends 2. Um, one or two doesn't matter both great i picked two it's 11 bucks and here again you're kind of talking about your hack and slash not not as loot driven kind of hack and slash rpg mm-hmm. uh, with x-men which is of course great one of the later adds to my list because i already did have two towers on there and some other right. actiony stuff but these are both tremendous games i always recommend i never played x-men legends um i did play I want to say maybe it was Origins. It was the one where you were just Wolverine. Origins is a surprisingly okay game on this generation. I think I have it on the PS2, and you would think that it would suck, and the movie sucks. But if I remember right, it's surprisingly decent. Hey, the movie was okay. I hate that movie, but I hate Wolverine worse. I hate Wolverine worse. Uh, Different (laughs) different topic for a different day. There's a lot of bad... (laughs) There's a lot of bad... We should... Someday we'll just talk like all X-Men games and X-Men movies and stuff. There are a lot of bad X-Men games in this generation. Um, Yeah. But uh, Origins is very good. I think you can get it on GameCube as well. Legends games are great. I think you'd love the Legends games because they'll at least remind you of that similar... A similar style to the Dark Alliance and stuff. Less loot, more RPG. Okay. Yeah, I didn't realize how it was played, but that kind of makes sense that you're saying that. Top down, hacky slashy, beat up bad guys, make bar go bigger. Right on. Yeah, eleven bucks. All right, this is beautiful. Uh, I'm to my last one. You're to yeah, your last, to one. last one. So um, this is. I couldn't put my favorite game. So if you if you can find it, if you have a lot of disposable cash, then you should go with. Skies of Arcadia. You should. But just that's go do not that on that my list save... because that one is just way too expensive. But in a real world, ditch yeah. almost every other game on this list and then go get that game and then just replay it a hundred times and you'll thank us later. Yeah, I mean, that's what I've had to do because I think it's around a hundred bucks. It's, it's pretty wild these days. <laughs> Even the original Dreamcast version has jumped up in the 70-ish mm-hmm. range. And the GameCube one is probably similar commonness but far better like they made some yeah. pretty serious improvements to the they gamecube did. version and it's got they nintendo did. on it so that's exciting yeah so the real last one that i've got is fantasy star online 3 card <clears throat> revolution so this is another deck building game and it plays somewhat similar to the original fine or fantasy star online game um instead of <laughs> being a a third-person hack-and-slash, it's mainly just card battles, and you have two different factions that you can do the cards. You have the Hunters, which mainly focus on weapon cards, and then you have the... I think they're just called the, the Dark Side or something like that, but 
they mainly summon creatures to fight for you. So it's a little, you can be a little cheesy on it, but um, it's a really good game. Um, you know, tons of cards to do. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm going to step on Ken's like, yeah, play PSO, bro. <laughs> yeah, that one was really good. Uh, I would have put the Fantasy Star Online 1 and 2 on there. But that one is another really expensive one. So if you're going to get into a PSO game, Card Revolution is a good place to start. One and two on GameCube is a single game and it's more expensive. It is, yes. I have, I, I like uh, I like Monster Hunter. And so I've been told that I would like PSO. So I think I've got it on the Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. Dreamcast uh, broadband connection, other people out there at servers and whatnot. Yeah, Long yeah story there's short. actually a a really big community out there. Um, I've never gotten to play any of them, but you, but if it's like monster hunter and it's a deck builder and it's obviously fairly inexpensive, I mean, sign me up. It sounds amazing. I'm sure I would love PSO instead of hack and slash multi monster, multiple little monsters and grindy looty in that way, hack and slash fewer, bigger monsters. Yeah. And the, the battles, well, the games go out as just like, single card battles um so there isn't an overworld or anything that you go out and throw your cards around but you do have these these card battle games with another person or against a a computer but it's a great game marvelous yeah Um, and that one was is actually only 15.99 so it's a little bit on the cheaper side so tomorrow list. I'm going to show up at your house with my beer and my HDMI thing, and we're going to play some Fantasy Star and all the other games you mentioned that I've already forgotten. Lost Absolutely. Kingdoms, I can remember that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, all right, what's your last one? Uh, I, I mean, it's not exciting, but it's important, and it is unique to the GameCube, and that's because it's Metroid Prime. I It's 14 bucks loose, so it's pretty dang common. It's, it's probably extremely common. It just maybe is... It's, it's it's Metroid, so it's going to cost yeah. a little more than your most common games, I suppose. Yeah. I don't love FPSs, but this one is good and unique. It gives you a great exploration feel. Um, it's one of the only FPSs that I'll intentionally make time for just because it feels so unique in the genre and because I like the character of Samus and the story of Metroid. So it's, it's amazing. Uh, it's one of those I'm terrible at, but I will persist <laughs> anyway. Uh, because I love it so much. And anyone who's watching this has probably heard of Metroid Prime, so I don't know what else I need to say about it other than, Ian, what's what's your history with Metroid Prime? Oh, man, grinded that game out like none other, that one. And I played a little bit of the second and the third one. I didn't get too into them. But, yeah, played so much Metroid Prime. It's not even funny. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know the status of the second and third one quality-wise. I don't know that I've touched them. I, I can picture two uh, Echoes. Yeah, Echoes. Uh, I think Echoes is two, and then Corruption is Corruption three. Corruption is three. So I definitely yeah. have never played three. Maybe I've spent a few minutes on two. They're both a little more expensive. They're all good. You just should well start with the original. Yeah, the original holds up a lot better than the other ones. I and then in the spirit of honorable mentions, a couple of other things that I looked at again, just uh, giving people ideas out there how to you know treat yourself during this pandemic. Some other ones that didn't quite make my list, but were unrelated to things on my list: Gladius, Freedom Fighters, Cell Damage is maybe one of my personal favorites and was probably the hardest 
to leave off of here. That's like a twisted metal. Yeah. But cute. It's adorable. Uh, beautiful art style. Beautiful Joe 2. And then um, there's also quite a few of like compilations, arcade compilations and things like that. And I personally like those. I know they don't always do well or play well even. But Midway Arcade Classics, 1, 2, and 3. And Television Lives. Um, probably others that I'm not thinking of. The most important one, though, is the Mega Man Anniversary Collection. That's only like 8 or 9 bucks. Gets you Mega Man 1 through 8. And then unlockable, like, uh, I don't two more Mega Man games, like the one-on-one fighter, boss rush fighter ones that I can't remember the names of. So that'd be my number one of those kind of weird compilations uh, that you should go grab as well. All available here, all 15-ish, except for the Mega Man one. It's eight or nine bucks. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I like those ones. I didn't play Beautiful Joe 2. I did play the first one. Um, Which is just a little cheaper is the only reason. I think they're both not too expensive and both very good. Yeah, um, I've heard of Cell Damage, but I, again, I didn't play that one either. I think multi-platform, but again, just twisted metal, but crazy Cell-shaded art style. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and, um, I already gave off my uh, my uh, other ones that I thought people should buy if they have the money, but... <laughs> My list was I couldn't find I couldn't I wanted to go just a little bit off key um, that some people I, I know haven't heard of or probably just didn't get a chance to play at the time. If you if you have the money, one that I like to recommend is that um, it's the Legend of Zelda promotional collection. Legend of Zelda promotional collection, and that's the weird promo disc that has uh, Zelda 1 and 2 from the NES, mm-hmm. and then Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask from the uh, from the N64. It skipped Link to the Past for some reason, not sure why. And you can play all four of those games on a GameCube. And it, they're just ports, and they're not perfect. I don't know what the cost is these days. I'm going to guess 60 to $70. Um, it's just, just my best guess. But as far as just like the intrigue of playing those Zelda games on the GameCube... And I love them all. I would say, give that a shot. Like you said, Skies of Arcadia, conceivably one of the better games in the system, in our opinion, at least. Yeah. Um, perfect, my genre of game. Like it's exactly what I want in a, in a game. Yeah, so, that one. Um... I don't have it for the record. I don't own that because, <laughs> you know, I refuse to give up all twelve other games on my list here for it. No, but I probably exactly. would. <laughs> Yeah, I own I own that one. I still have this, the original one that I bought way back whenever I got that from the GameCube. Um, and I just recently found uh, the Dreamcast version at a store. It was loose, um, so I didn't have the case or anything on it. But there's somebody on eBay or Etsy who is selling uh, recreations of the cases. So that was a that was an easy buy there. I'm game but, for a good case repro. Yeah, um, it's better than the game repros. Uh, I'm I'm good for a, a case reproduction and moreover than a game. Um, fair, fair. Mainly because I know the the game reproductions only work on one specific Dreamcast and have a lot of problems with it. They should. 
I'm not positive. I feel like they should work on two. They should work on the zero and the one model, but not the two model. But there's always there's always some issues, and mm-hmm. especially some of those bigger RPGs, there are some issues. Um, I, as as you do as well, I have one of those GDEMUs yeah. on my Dreamcast because collecting for the Dreamcast is pretty wild. So I'm not going to pretend to be above uh, repro carts or games or cases or anything because that's how I play my Dreamcast game. But on the well, GameCube, uh, Skies of Arcadia is is notably better quality than the Dreamcast. Sorry. Yeah. Well, so the the ROM version on GDMU plays a lot better than the burn copy, basically, on a disc. Um, I'm not sure what it is. It just must be the hardware once you put in the GDMU. That's very interesting. I did end up burning a couple of games to try it out before I switched over to a GDMU, and Skies of Arcadia was rough. It was very choppy. The the audio had so many problems, um, but the GDMU version works great. I'm not techie enough to know if uh, you know the different file uh, that you're using to burn or whatever could impact it. I'd have no idea. But what I do know is what Ian said, and that's that playing it off the SD card is 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 great. But if you if you don't have a Dreamcast and you do have a GameCube and like a hundred dollars that you just don't need for other stuff. Go get Skies of Arcadia or the other ten games that we mentioned or what have you. Hopefully <laughs> yeah. there was something I hope like one person heard like one game that they're like, I never would have thought of that. I'm gonna go to the store tomorrow, buy this game and quarantine happily. I hope one person got that. Me too. That's my goal for this. I think we had two well rounded out uh lists and could touch every type of um genre even we even threw in that uh sports game even a even a hashtag sports ball and you know what of all the games on this list Ian, i guarantee you that's the one i would play for the most pure hours absolutely i'm not scared uh it's got a tremendous soundtrack maybe i would just leave it on and run in the background you know whatever it sounds great a lot of good a lot of good charlotte on that soundtrack if i'm not mistaken um (laughs) Ian, thanks for hanging out, and more importantly, thanks for for teaching me. My GameCube collection is pretty pitiful, so looking forward to maybe scouting out some of these games on one of those vintage stock buy to get one free sales, yeah, uh, loose and vintage stock. I'll be able to keep my eyes out next time. So much appreciated. Thanks for hanging out with me. It's a blast, and yeah, we'll, thank you. We'll pick a different console. Probably not digital, right? Maybe I don't know. We'll fight later. The- that's a whole nother video. <laughs> that's there's way too many options for di- digital. Is too good to get a video about cheap games that you can buy. It's too good, Ian. We have to stick to the yeah. physical ones. I'm sorry. No, maybe, I understand. <laughs> maybe Dreamcast. You you've got some Dreamcast knowledge. I don't have much, so maybe we'll jump to that next time. Another yeah. hard one to shop for. It is. So, hey, thanks for hanging out, buddy. I appreciate it. Everybody else, if you're one of the like one person that watched this stream, I appreciate that also. We'll talk to you next time. Take care, all.